street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Good morning. How was your walk? Oh, it's wonderful. Can I offer you some ice water? Uh, no. Oh, no. no? We're, Thank we're you, though. We got oh. some. No Thank problem, you. no problem. Would either of you be interested in doing an interview? Five uh, minutes? For the park? Or? I'm not with the park at all. Oh, okay. I have a hobby where I'm practicing something called street epistemology, which is this, I know it's a complicated, like, yeah. weird sounding thing. It's a conversational tool that challenges people's deeply held beliefs in a respectful way. Interesting. So we pick a belief that people think is true. So like all last week, I was here and hear that bird? I think that's a cardinal. So a lot of people think that when you see a cardinal, it's a deceased relative coming back to say hello. Oh, wow. Have you ever heard that? No. I, I didn't either until I came here. But anyways, we pick a belief that somebody really thinks is true, whether it's karma or they believe in a god or they think a cardinal is a deceased relative coming okay. back to them. And I set a timer for five minutes just to like not take much of your time. And I ask questions to probe the reliability of the method you use to conclude that your beliefs are true. Ooh, okay. It's really interesting. Yeah. Interesting. It's honestly a little challenging with two. But I've, I've had conversations where I've interviewed two people once, if you share the same belief. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you want to do a short little fiver? Sure, we got five minutes. Can we go in the shade? Would you yeah. mind? Yeah, I'd prefer okay. that. Okay. I'm Anthony, by the way. Anthony. Oh, right. oh he's yeah, Anthony. I'm nice Jenny. Name. Hi. Anthony also. Anthony and Jenny. Sorry, our hands, hands are That's all right. Do you guys right. want so want the water? Like, no, really, we're fine. Okay. So is this like for your schooling or is no. this like a personal There's thing? this thing called street epistemology where people are going out and having talks. I've been doing this for like five years now. And um, it's 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 a, sort of like a, like I talked about. It's like a method for probing people's beliefs to see if. Is it just like a hobby? It's my personal it? hobby. It's a personal That's hobby. Awesome. But I've been doing it so much that, and I've been I've been recording my talks if, with your permission, yeah. and uh, people have been watching them and going out and doing it as well. And that not that I started it or anything. I'm just trying to help. No, that, by that's a it. good thing. Yeah, that's a good yeah. thing. I think that's you're trying to maybe reach a uh, understanding of maybe purpose of life. Mm, Almost. I think like for, me, general, for me, for like, me, for me, honestly, it's more about a pursuit for truth. Truth. Okay. Because like if I meet, if if that's true, mm -hmm. that that bird is my dad who passed away two years ago, oh, then okay. I want to know about that. Yeah. However. I also like to challenge people a little bit through questioning to see how they could be so sure that that is my dad who's telling me oh, hello oh, or something like that. Yeah, now, okay. So, Wait, did yeah, you say Jenny? Mm -hmm. Okay. The traditional spelling of it? Yes. Okay. Um, the second part of this is, are you okay if I record it? Yeah, yeah I don't care. Yeah, okay, right. yeah. okay. I have another camera that I'd like to have pointed at me. Okay. So I'm going to grab it and just move it over here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If you guys, I know this is kind of awkward, but... No, no, Let me just throw fine. this here. Be well, because people say they want to see, you know, what, what I look like when I'm recording this. I appreciate you stopping. Yeah, no problem. I understand it's a little unusual to um, 
to be asked about like a deeply held belief? No, not for us. We like to share our beliefs. We're uh, Latter-day Saints. Interesting. Oh, excellent. I'm so, so glad yeah. to run into you. Yeah, so we, <laughs> okay. we are, are otherwise known as the Mormons. Yep. Right, yeah. so you, you've heard them. That's good. A lot of people haven't heard of the, the religion. Oh, yeah. We like to uh, uh, to spread we the like gospel to um, as, yeah. as much. To those who, we, we compare it as like sharing a piece of cake. It's like, hey, we have some cake here. If you're interested, would you like some cake? I'll tell you why we like enjoy the cake. This is why we like it. <laughs> Perfect. We'd like you to try it. If you don't want to try it, all right. Well, at least you know about there's cake here for you. Yeah. So that's like kind that's of awesome. like a little summary, real quick. No, I, I I am totally with you on that. Like I think if if what you're believing in is true, back to the whole cardinal thing. Like mm -hmm. if that's true, I'm gonna rotate this just a little bit. If that belief is true, then I definitely want to learn it. So oh, yeah. and, and, and in fact, if I discovered that it was true. I would probably be just as open about sharing it with other people as it sounds like you guys are. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, what I'm interested in, however, is mm -hmm. if there really is cake. Okay. If oh. this thing is really true. Ooh, okay. 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 So, I'd like to kind of get a sense of, of how you determined that it's, that what you're believing in, that uh, Joseph Smith and the Book of Mormon and this God is real. Ooh, nice. Okay. Can we can we explore that a little bit? Yeah. And here's my caveat. <laughs> Try to not let the other person's answer influence you. Oh, if, yeah. if that's possible. Like his answer influence like what I say? Right. Okay, so you want to Okay. Should I give my account first? Yeah, yeah, and sure. And then you, I'll give, yeah. Like, I'll say my, not account, but... The, no. Maybe the main justification why you actually think that this God is real. Okay. Um, I guess for me, I, I would like to say that I know that it's real mm -hmm. based on the fruits of my exercising the beliefs. Because I see that, like, promises that are given if you do certain things that they are fulfilled like it's because good things come from me acting on my beliefs gotcha okay that's beautiful and i'm going to repeat it back just to make sure yeah. i understand it uh, the main justification that you have that your god exists is that when you act upon the beliefs that you have or like teachings that i receive okay you see the benefit. uh you see good things as a result of that the fruits, I think, yeah. is what you're referring to. Okay. Or the fulfillment of promises that are given if you do act on those things. Okay. So you might read something in scripture, and then you you just go about your daily life, and you have the belief, and then you see things that validate the scripture. I, I suppose so. I suppose you could. Say Please that. don't let me put words in your mouth if that's not what you're saying. No, no, no. I would. I mean, I suppose. So. I guess more like if I read like a commandment and a mm. promise that is tied to that commandment, and I live out what I said you should do, that I feel that promise is fulfilled. Okay, gotcha. Does that make sense? Like they say, you know, like if you pay tithing, then you will have financial blessings, and so, mm -hmm. that way. Okay, and then you've actually tithed, and then you're seeing financial blessings. Mm -hmm. And then that complete circle is validation that you're believing in something that's true. I think so. Okay. Oh, okay. So, yeah. as for me, in my words, so I grew up without religion. I grew up with mm. a basis of my religion was a small Catholic belief so that I believe that there was a God. I believe that there was a son, Jesus Christ. 
So I grew up with those beliefs. And I, the reason I grew up with them because my parent raised us that way. So that's what I knew. So at the age of 22, I, well, let me go backwards. About teen years, maybe 12, 13, I kind of, I want to say kind of, because I would still uh, participate in church services as in twice a year. I'd go maybe for Easter and Christmas. Mm -hmm. But then other than that, I really didn't practice any religion. In my back of my mind, I always knew, I felt that there was a God. So I was always on the edge of maybe there isn't, maybe there is. And I was looking for physical proof in my late teen years to my early 20s. And then, about my 20 years, I think I was, I want to say think, because at the time was I never physically asked for it, but I was open to suggestions. I was open to conversation about religion. So I opened up to uh, a few different places. Uh, uh, one was a Jehovah Witness. So their beliefs, uh, their beliefs, I, I, I don't remember too much of their, what their beliefs were. But of course, everything was focused mainly on, like you wouldn't put the focus on yourself. That's why they don't believe in birthdays and this and that and celebrating anything personal. But I talked to an, a Latter-day Saint person, a missionary, mm -hmm. and they asked me to do something for them. And they asked me to read the Book of Mormon. I, I'm just kind of summarizing this up. Please. And so with those conversations about reading the Book of Mormon, I learned that religion cannot be proven. If it is proven, then religion itself is thrown in the garbage. Because religion is based on faith and not knowing that something really is true. It's, it's based on the fact of believing, hoping, and seeing the results. Now, okay. with that, what also was presented was the plan of salvation which in the in the mormon world is why we're here on this earth like what is the purpose of life and so with that plan and the reason for being here is that our we're here as a trial we're here just as a way to gain a knowledge of good and evil so as we go about this life we're going to go through some things everyone's going to go through the same things they're going to be born they're going to be raised by whoever they're going to be raised then they're going to be put trials are going to be put before them so these are things that you believe yeah and you're supposed to have trials in life if you don't have any trials in life then there's really no point in being alive Okay. You're supposed to have hard times in order to know the opposite, which is a good time. A lot of people think, yeah, well, you're supposed this. to have good, 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 good. No, you're supposed to actually start off bad. It's supposed to be, let me rephrase that. That sounds awful. You're supposed to be placed something in opposition to what is easy for you. So if walking uh, a, a straight path is easy, well, there's supposed to be an incline there in order for you to learn opposition to okay know what work is and then from there after all that's done and while you're living you're also going to be a teacher 
as you're going to pass that knowledge on to someone else to tell them hey when you walk up this hill you're going to get tired mm. so it kind of i mean that's just a very basic broad understanding it's very it, there, there's there's more of a complexity to it sure rather sure. than that but yeah I, I find that these beliefs can be very complex and the doctrine gets very deep and my focus is is more on how we can be so sure that it's true okay and i think you said uh that you, you grew up with a, a belief in a god yeah you always felt something mm -hmm. that it was true and you wanted physical proof but i think at some point you correct me if this isn't what you're saying but at some point you you realized that uh physical proof is not at our at your disposal that you need something else no, physical proof. Like it's not necessary. Well, no, physical proof is not necessary in yeah. order for the a belief to occur. In order to mm. have faith, you well, I can't guess, have I guess I would proof. say, and maybe you said not to do this, but I think what I'm trying to say. <laughs> this could be completely free flowing. Saying, yeah. yeah, like, is that physical proof isn't necessary for things to be true. That you can have a knowledge of truth without physical proof that mm. it is there. Okay, so this would be a great opportunity to introduce a, a confidence scale okay. from zero to 100. I want to get a sense of how sure you are that this belief is true. That's the first part, and then there's okay. a second part that will hinge off of this this idea of proof. Okay. Okay, so on a scale from zero to 100, I'd like to get a sense of how sure each of you are that your God is real. Okay. 100% is there's no question in my mind. I have no doubt. I know that it's true. Zero percent is all I have is questions. I don't know that this thing is true at all. Uh -huh. I say for me it's a hundred percent. I have no doubt. I'm at more of a one oh one. A what? A one oh one, I was gonna say. Especially yeah. um yeah. so yeah, the, and then um especially just the, the past few uh weeks I've it's even so could I ask the second part of my oh, that yeah, little yeah, question? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Because I just don't want to lose my train of thought. And then yeah. we can definitely go back to that. Definitely. Okay. Okay. Um I think you said that you don't need proof to to be certain that your God is real. Mm -hmm. So my question is, uh, how should I phrase this? If assuming that you do have proof, if you didn't have that proof, I hate to use the word proof. I kind of like okay. to say evidence. It's a little soft, a little okay. softer. Okay. But let's say that you didn't have evidence for this God. Where would it move you from the 100? What would what would be a, a corrective adjustment? I would be a zero. Yeah. If you didn't zero. have the evidence that you think that you have now, is yeah, that right? I'd be a zero. And and my well, I'll, I'll let her answer. Then okay. Yeah. This this is great. Is. Yeah. Go ahead. I guess I don't I don't really know. I don't because I guess for me honestly I don't know that I've looked for evidence. You have this belief that's not based on evidence. Well, the, I, don't, I, get, I guess I, I don't know. That's well, a really. Here's the thing. Is it going to take my, me? My thing is the evidence. <laughs> She's I like, know, hold, on, not, hon. hold on, I'm thinking. You, I'm really trying to think. I know, but are you looking for physical evidence or? No, whatever evidence like, we gave, right? Like I said. Do you want to move you in the shade just a oh, tad? Because oh, you're in the sun. I, said, I, guess I don't want I was you to sun. Like my evidence was like the fruits of. Oh, I see. Of, yeah, like yeah, we sort of went over what our evidence was, and I'm saying like so. Without that, would I believe? And I, I, I guess I, I would think that I do. I think I would still be able to say 100% because I truly feel as though like 
it has been ingrained within, within me that I do have a testimony that it is true. Okay, like I, testimony. And I, I truly don't think that that could be removed. Okay. If, so, things, if circumstances change. All right, I want to repeat back what I think you've just said, and then we can we can go over to Anthony here. You're 100% confident that your God exists. Yeah. Any evidence that you think that you may have, I don't even think that you're going as far as to say that you even think that you have evidence just yet. No, but I mean, yeah. I mean, I think like I've said why I believe that. Yeah. I think what you're saying is that even if I discovered that I have no evidence for this belief, I'm still going to be 100% confident that it's true. Yes. Which does sound odd, I think, to like the humanistic side, but I just think the spiritual side of me just knows and I can't remove that like that's sort of like my inner soul and that's what I was gonna say and that's, that's why I was waiting for you to answer so physical evidence I don't mean anything like here's a you know this is just a reference here's the proof right here it's signed it's you know this is the evidence no that what it was told in the beginning when I spoke with that missionary was a, it was like you read this book you pray about it and you'll get a feeling that you'll know for yourself mm. a feeling like uh, something that is like a, a, a for sure feeling like you probably got when you were growing up and yeah. and something just told you and, and when he okay, when he used the word inside. something he didn't spe specify whether it was the Holy Ghost or some kind of a spirit or a, some kind of uncle or aunt or an angel or anything like that mm. it was it was told to me a feeling that you know that it is right and that is what I go on so if you call that proof well then that's my proof but there's nothing mm -hmm. actual physical okay that that actually that's going to show you that what's okay. going on is right so in the interest of wanting to fully understand what you just said I'm gonna repeat it back oh yeah definitely and again correct me if this isn't what you're saying that uh, you ran into somebody who basically told you that the way that you, you can know for sure that the Book of Mormon is true and the scriptures are true and, and that all this stuff happened and that this God is real is that when you commit to it you will get a feeling that it's true and then the feeling that you got and maybe that you still get today is what you would point to as evidence to be 100% certain yes and it's the fe yeah the feeling of yeah the same feeling I got when I was younger mm -hmm. and throughout my life mm -hmm. and up until that point. Okay. Okay. So almost like a conscience, conscience feeling, but I don't even know if I'm saying that right. You just like recognize that it was the same feeling you had mm -hmm. when you were young. In the okay. as, as I went through the church, many what I know today is they say it's the influence of the Holy Ghost is what we believe in but before mm -hmm. I joined the church it was there wasn't a name for it maybe uh, maybe I could have said conscience mm -hmm. or maybe I could have how big of a component is feeling for just knowing that your God is real for you how big of a component is feeling that's a hundred percent for me I'll answer yes that first. yeah yeah for okay. me um I no, I feel like I'm not doing a very good job of answering this. Um, I guess I think it used to be like a feeling, and for me now, it's just a knowledge. So I don't, and that's why I'm saying mm -hmm. I don't know that I relate okay. the feelings that I have with it. You've felt know. for so long that it's true that now you actually 
say uh, that you know no, that it's true. I guess what I mean is I, I used to find like those moments of feeling mm -hmm. and like connecting were sort of my evidence and sort of where my testimony lies. Okay. And then I sort of transcended that and I feel like I've had enough of that that I know. Like there's no way that I could deny that it's Gotcha. True. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I meet a lot of people on the trail who believe completely different things are true, like the Cardinal that's still going yeah. on, right? Yeah. And I meet a lot of people who believe that other gods are real because they have a feeling that it's true. Yeah. And I'm wondering, like in your situation, Anthony, if this individual happened to be an Imam and actually thought that Allah was true and that the Quran was the right book, and he said, you know, if you just read this book and you 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 start pondering on it, that you will get you'll get a feeling, and that feeling is is Allah. That feeling is justification to believe that Muhammad flew to heaven on a winged horse, and that feeling reminded you of a feeling when you were a young kid. Is it conceivable that somebody could have a feeling and it guide them to the incorrect conclusion? Yes. Yes. And now, however, however, the thing is, and we were kind of discussing that on the trail, the thing is, in, and here's what makes the Mormon, this is what kind of drew me to the Mormon religion too, is because one of the articles of faith in the Mormon religion, so basically the articles of faith are a summary of what the whole beliefs of the church are about. Hmm. So one of them is let any man, woman, believe who, what, when, and where, and how they want to worship. I mean, I didn't say it word for word, but it's let anybody do and oh, believe sorry. however they would like. Would you mind repeating that? Oh, sorry. It would be, you know what, can I read it? I'll read it out loud. So in, 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 a, in a summary, <laughs> in a summary, it is basically being able to allow in, anybody to believe right. in whatever they yeah, want to. So in, in a sense, if you think about it, then it's like whatever your beliefs are, that's a respectable belief. Belief. Sure. Even if it's right, even if it's wrong, if it's if it's leading towards a good purpose, mm. if it's not breaking any laws, then that's a good thing for that individual. I'm on board with this idea mm -hmm. of people having the right to believe whatever they want. But my question is, well, are you able to repeat back what you think my question yeah, is? Yeah, I think your question was if. If someone asks me to like read the Quran or the, all these people who have, um, you know, people who have other beliefs that they've read something and they have that same good feeling that like we've experienced, can it lead them to have a belief in something different or that not only different but something that's, that's not wrong? That's not that's true. true. That's not true. And I guess I would say this: I don't believe that. I think that they could experience that feeling and have a testimony in something that has a portion of truth. It may not have all of the truth, mm. but that there may be a part of that that is a light and a truth. Yeah. So, and I guess I don't know that, but yeah, I guess I well, could. Let me ask you this. Oh, yeah, wait, yes yeah. or no? Okay, yes or yeah. no? Is it conceivable that a person can rely on feelings and come to the incorrect conclusion? Yes. I would, yes, I would say yeah. yes. Just like you see. I well, would think so. Okay. Incorrect. Because I think everybody, I, I'll talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that everybody has like a gap or a hole. And... You know, you know, everybody's sort of searching for something and for some people I think that they can connect with something that could be dark or twisted and they will fall into that because 
for them it's kind of filling that hole yeah i mean because of whatever's happened in their past and they feel that it's the right way to go they feel well right and i think they think it's right because it's kind of filling in whatever okay well you see what you see that that search that they have which i think is sad if you follow the i think that's kind of how sick and bad things happen but i mean the thing is i think sometimes you can't you can't, of course, you never judge on anybody because they don't know any better. Like in Africa, you go to Africa and cutting a chicken's head off is a religious practice. You saw in 2001 that crashing a plane into a building is a religious practice for whoever yeah. these guys were. Beautiful examples. Whether whether they whether they know it or not, to like them, they felt good. like, hey, this is going to yeah. lead me to my higher place right. on earth. Again, as yeah. a... Our belief, or my belief, your belief, our LDS, Latter-day Saint belief, is to respect that to the sense of, is it, is it, yeah, is it leading towards good behavior? Is it within the, like, in in our articles of faith, is obeying the laws of the land? So is it, leading to good things? Yes, is what your religious practice is, is that obeying the laws of the land? Are you not committing crimes? Are you but not? Do, I mean, I guess I'm thinking. Sorry. No, no go ahead. Too like games, right? Like young kids, like like they they're getting involved in bad things, but there are good feelings that they are getting from it because it's fulfilling something that was missing from their life. Okay. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, so I, I want to circle back. I think so. I want to circle back to this idea of using feelings to conclude that something is true. Okay. Okay. So yeah, there might be a tribe in, in Africa and they take the chicken bones and when they're falling down the stairs, they land and then they make decisions on what to do for that day based on the arrangement of the bones. Or um, Then you have the, the Muslim terrorists, like they, okay. they hijack planes and crash them into buildings because they felt that their belief was true. Yeah, but so, again, that was a certain little group of Muslims. Right, because I don't think that that's you like know, the It Muslim wasn't the whole belief. religion yeah. belief. Okay. It was like the little piece. Yeah. It's like some of the Mormons decided to let me come over here and do plural marriages. Yeah. And like, which, that doesn't take place in the actual. So my question to you is, if we recognize that feelings can lead people to incorrect conclusions, and your beliefs are largely based on feelings. Okay. Mm-hmm. How can either of you be a hundred percent sure that it's true? Because, because of the knowledge of falling within the parameters. If you're doing what you're supposed Again, to be yeah, doing in your religion, so okay, for instance, Muslims, if they are doing what they're supposed to be doing, if they are following and abiding uh, abiding by every law that they believe in well in the mormon religion at the very end when you die you are going to be judged so this is what we believe we believe jesus christ is going to judge you on your actions so let's say a muslim grew up or whoever you you whatever religion you want that is a peaceful religion that obeys the laws of the land that does everything well when they die, they're going to be judged by Jesus Christ. They're going to be judged on... So how do you know that? That's what he's saying. Well, I'm going to go into Ex- that. Yeah. Excellent question, Jenny. I'm, I'm gonna, that's, yeah. Okay, that's what I'm getting at. Is, yeah, oh, like, yeah, like just directly yeah. answer. I know like, that that's how, what you believe. Right, so like how do you know that? So well, if, again, if your feelings we, I'm, I'm going to flip it around. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't done. Sorry. Cut me off. So, <laughs> But anyways, so when all it's said and done, you're being judged. And when you're judged on based on whatever your actions were and the end you are going to be accounta- uh, accountable for 
every every single thing that was thought of and what was that so going back around was that you know it's true because you know that the feelings inside you are correct does, did, did I make oh like because they lead you to correct things yeah because inside okay. see so we believe so, that okay, we, I see are, what you're we are born with almost like what a muslim tell me the same thing Right. What's that? You're saying like, so how do we know? Uh, no, let me, pre yeah, I think it hurt. Okay, Wouldn't a Muslim tell me the exact same thing? Yes. That's what I'm saying. So at the end, if they feel their religion is right, we feel our religion is right, and we're living in peace and harmony, well, in the end, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know because that's not allowed. Again, going backwards, we're not allowed to know what's going to happen. How we're could not, you be 100% sure if you don't know? based on feelings you have to feel these things because that's Wait, the whole test your original question. that's the whole test on earth sure what was your original question the fundamental question here i think yeah. is both of you it seems largely believe that your god is real because mm -hmm. of the feelings that you get feelings for yeah. holding the belief yeah and we recognize that other people can conclude that completely different things okay. are true yeah. because based they have a feeling i'm trying to think now if one of the ladies i talked to last week thought that she thought that these birds were talking to her because mm -hmm. she had a feeling she might have okay. it wouldn't be out of the out of the ordinary for someone to say mm -hmm. that's definitely your dad talking to you because you'll just feel it that it's true okay. the question here I think is if we recognize that feelings don't always lead us to the yeah. truth yeah. how can you be so sure that the oh, feelings that you're having to a hundred percent certainty is leading you to the truth I because, guess I would say for oh, me, it's oh. not, I can't, I, it's not something that I could give to you, and it's not something I can give to you. It's just, it is, for me, it's not just a feeling, it is truly a knowledge. And I don't know how, and that's why I think you're encouraged to develop that knowledge for yourself. Would you advise somebody to use feelings to conclude that something is true? when you recognize that it might lead me to the incorrect conclusion. I would only yeah, advise yes. somebody to oh. do that. I would only advise somebody to do that if it was something that I had experimented on and knew that there were good fruits from doing that. Does that make sense? Yet the Muslim would tell me the exact same thing yeah, about but yes. there, uh, but I would, fruits. And I right? would agree that there are positive fruits from yeah, yes, their that, religion that, that's what also. I'm but I, 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 I don't think we could speak for the world, but I can only speak for myself. Sure, and so sure. I would only ever encourage someone to try trial something or to try to develop a knowledge of their own in the way that I have experienced mm. and is something that I feel is good. And so I guess I would say in looking at people who like Muslim extremists who are terrorists, maybe for them they are truly trying to spread something that they believe. Mm -hmm. I, and I guess I wouldn't. I, I don't know. But I can't speak you know, to I th that. I thought of another question I'd like to ask you related to the belief scale. Mm -hmm. I asked you if you uh, if you didn't have evidence, where would you be? And you said, well, zero. And and feeling is your evidence. And I think you said, even if I really discovered I didn't have evidence, I'd still be I'd still know it. So my question is, since it seems like this is largely based on the feeling that you get that it's true, mm -hmm. let me ask you this: If you discovered through the course of this conversation or afterwards, when hopefully you're talking about this. If you were to discover that feelings are not a reliable way to come to know that something is true, what influence would that have on your confidence that this God is real, that 100% that you have now? I still don't have 
I don't think I would be affected. That may be a naive assumption, mm. but I don't. I don't understand the Because question. for me, it's not, <laughs> it, I, for me, again, I think it is beyond feeling. Well, let me, me clarify for Anthony here. If you couldn't use feelings to conclude with 100% certainty that your God is real, if, if for some reason someone said, a dictate from on high or something, like in your scripture you discovered that uh, feelings are an unreliable way to come to the truth. Okay, yeah. And you had to pull that out of your out of your arsenal mm -hmm. uh, that you're using to get to the hundred. Yeah. What influence would that have? Well, if if we were told, like in our if our if the scripture we're reading right now said, "Don't go on your feelings, <laughs> go on the world." Is that what you're saying? It's a bad example because I'm sort of using a, your your holy book. Oh, okay. uh, to help so, you lower your confidence. Well, just, just to, well, just to make it sense. So, if one of our church leaders, if our, our, our president of the church, or if our scripture said, "Don't go on your feelings anymore. Go like this," I would listen to his counsel. At the point where I'm at now, prior to joining the church, I wouldn't listen. I, I would think he was some normal, regular guy. I would go based on what I was born with. Like if my mom told me, "Learn this way." Don't we you know we don't believe in a god? We believe in like if you make money, and that's, if you make money, that's the way to go. Then I would be, you know, being raised by my mom. I would know only to go by making money. So if my mom said only go for things that are color green. Yeah. I would only know to go for things that are color green. If I didn't go based on feeling, if feelings weren't. Can we just hold on just one second because it's really noisy. Um, uh, that's okay. We're, we're just trying to do an interview. Okay. Sorry. Um, I don't mean to be rude to them. Channel 6 News. No. No, what? I said, said Channel 6, 6 News. What does that mean? No, like it's, it's just, it's just a news interview. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, um, I, I asked you a horrible question because I, yeah, I basically yeah. used your own holy book mm -hmm. to ask if that would lower your confidence. So can I rephrase this question? Sure. If if at the end of this talk, you discovered that faith is unreliable, I think I even asked this, not faith, sorry. Uh, if, you, if you discovered at the end of this talk, your shirt just was reminding me of that. Yeah. <laughs> if you discovered at the end of this talk and through subsequent discussions with people, maybe even yourselves, and you discovered that feelings were unreliable, yet they comprise such a large part of why you're sure. Mm -hmm. Would that in turn have a corresponding influence on your certainty? Would you be adjusting down to the 50 if you realized that feelings were unreliable? No. If you had to remove well, feelings, what would, you, what would your evidence be? In a sense, again, like where? Again, it would be religion. There would be no evidence. So you couldn't, I mean, without feelings, then you have nothing. I don't know though. I think I feel differently. It sounds like what you're saying is mm -hmm. that even if you discover that feelings were unreliable, you would still hold the belief. I would, and I think only because I still see the evidence of putting into practice in my life the teaching mm -hmm. and the, the benefits and the good fruits and the things that it can do for the Are world. Are you seeing the fruits? I see the evidence yes. of that. And it's that, that goes beyond feeling. That, to me, is almost like a physical proof. Mm -hmm. Not that I think that that's necessary, but I think I've seen enough of that in my life Yes. That I, I still have the feelings, but well, I don't know that they are necessary. I just want to say this. Without feelings, then it would go into survival of the fittest mode. It would be in the animal, you'd be in the primitive animal <laughs> world where you would live this life, 
You mean so, like if we didn't have feelings? Yeah, well, if you didn't use feelings based for your guide guidance, because yeah. we're yeah. using our feelings to guide us. Yeah. Again. Do true. feelings always lead us to reliable conclusions? No. Well, obviously Again, not, because that's why so. we're tr being okay. tried right now. Can I can I follow up on something that you said about the fruits, okay. if you don't mind? Mm -hmm. And I don't want to hold you guys up for too long. No, well, it's okay. Yeah, good. just a this few more minutes because we just have to go. Oh, okay, but this is. Uh, and I didn't eat breakfast. I, I, I like these. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I didn't eat breakfast, okay. and I am going to take breakfast. Please, yeah. yeah. Would you like one too? Oh no, thank you. Okay. All right. Um, my question to you about the the fruit. It sounds like what you're saying is that. If you discover that you don't have evidence and you discover that feelings were unreliable, you'd still be, you'd still have a very high degree of confidence that the God is real because you see fruits of having the belief. You, you, you see things that are happening in your life that correspond with what you've read in the scripture. Yes. And then that's the validation to you that this belief is true. It does, it does help to validate. Yeah. Okay. So my question is, if you weren't exposed to these beliefs in the first place mm -hmm. and if you hadn't already used feelings to be sure that the belief is true and that you just know that it's true would you be looking at these positive things that are happening in your life as fruits of your belief or as normal everyday occurrences that just tend to happen to people in 2017 who are living in the United States. I think I probably would view it that way. Like they're just sort of normal everyday things. I, I guess I don't know. I've always, I've always had that like faith as an origin. So that's probably mm -hmm. hard for me to understand or to answer truthfully because I've never come from a different place. Okay. But I would imagine that like had without the teachings or that I have like to back up mm -hmm. my direction mm -hmm. that I would just think yeah that's just you know good things happen to good people or mm. you know what I mean just sort of think it's just an energy of the world or something like that so being told correct me if this isn't it is being told that the belief is true very early on uh, skewing your ability to objectively look at the belief okay that's a good um, question. That is a great question. But I would say, I would say maybe for some people, I would think not for myself only because I was never told, I wasn't told that it has to be true. I was told to figure it out for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, again, and so I do think, yeah, that is for, for me, it was, I grew up without a guidance like that. Like I said, there was a God's real, but that was it. And so when, when, when I grew up, it was God was real. So if there was a God, then just try to do good. Is I mean, in a sense, that's what it is. It's like, so don't steal. Don't do this. You know, try not to make those bad choices because, hey, there is a God. There's someone watching you. Even though that's mm -hmm. all I knew. There's someone watching me. You do right. Not wrong. So okay. growing up without the knowledge, not, not being handed like, this is the way you should believe. This is... You need to pray morning and night, and you need to go dip yourself in, in the lake four times. You know, without that, I would say that, again, you are influenced by who raises you. And even then, if there is no leadership or feelings or whatever, you're in survival mode. What are you going to do to survive? So, like, as again, you're raised as a baby, so you have no say-so in what you're doing. You have to rely on whoever is going to raise you. And whoever is raising you doesn't have a clue of what's going on here because 
any new parent can tell you they have no there's no rule book on how to parent <laughs> so when you're raising a child you're in survival mode it's like as long as you don't get hurt you're going to be okay you need to be fed cleaned and taken care of okay and so when you're in that situation i know when you're in that Jenny situation, wants to go. we're trying to like i'm trying to just kind of go into like no religion like if you didn't have that then you would have to be based on judgment and what's your judgment to raise this child in that sense and as a child you have none of that you're just there and just i'm hungry and you cry so based okay. on that again it goes by almost if you don't want to use the word feelings it's a judgment it's like what's right what's wrong like you can easily walk you can have a child and leave them there and walk away from them and you're not going to care less about a child but for something's pushing you something's driving you to say i need to take care of my child mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if the feelings were thrown away so does that help answer the uh, maybe a question or kind of i definitely have a, i think i have a better understanding of of what you believe and why and how you think you're how you are arriving at your 100% confidence. So yeah, we can definitely wrap it up. I got a card. Okay. And uh, if you guys want to meet again, that's fine. Or you can email yeah. me. Uh, okay. Sometimes people will message me six months later to say, mm -hmm. I was thinking about it. And I was really thinking about feelings and wondering if, if that's a reliable way. And if I wasn't raised with this belief, would I, would I be looking at things differently? And, uh, and sometimes people ponder on these things. Yeah. Well, good luck with yeah, your research. It's I, really fascinating. I, it's really interesting. Thank you. I wish I had that much time in my life to do that. I, yeah. like, my kids are at school or I'm a stay-at-home dad, yeah. so they're oh, at school today. Awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. No, just, well, your kids will probably grow up to be very I, big thinkers, I'm sure. Maybe so. Probably, you, know, you must have like a degree in philosophy or something. No, I don't have a degree in philosophy. If I was going to go back and get a, get, get a degree, I think it would probably be psychology. Because oh, yeah. I'm really interested in, in how people are forming these beliefs and that type awesome. of thing. So do you have any beliefs of your own? Like what is your... Do you want me to get belief? into this? Yeah. Okay, because yeah. I think well, your wife wanted well, to go. Just, like maybe, and then I'll email. In a nutshell. Oh, I'm curious. Because okay. this is kind of what we... Oh, oh, sorry. I, just, <laughs> I like conversation like this. I love it too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in a nutshell, on that same scale, mm -hmm. from 0 to 100, I'm right now at about a 2. Okay. Okay. However, when I have conversations with people, I'm reluctant to admit that because it tends to put people on the defensive or um, they might want to start preaching and then I don't get into why you think it's true yeah. and how you concluded that it's true. you're not wanting to learn the theology, you're just kind of wanting yeah. to learn the, yeah. the epistemology. Right. I, I'm interested, I, epistemology is the study of how, how people come to know things. Mm -hmm and the methods that they use to know things. And, and we explore those methods that you're using. And the street part of that is like going out on the street and talking to people, although you don't have to. Most of the time this just happens over social media and that type of thing. But um, at the very start I talked about cardinals. Like if that's true, I wanna know about it. If this is true, I'd like to know about it. And uh, I'm always fascinated when I meet people who believe in, like uh, I haven't met a lot of Mormons. I've been looking forward to meeting Mormons. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and I was so excited to run into you both. Nice, nice. And that was really cool. However, it is common for me to hear that people are believing in completely different gods mm -hmm. because of those same reasons. Mm -hmm. right. They were raised it, they were told it, they, uh, they study it and they see the fruits of their belief. Uh, that they get a feeling, it's, they feel in their bosom that it's, that it's Allah, 
that it's Vishnu, and and they actually they they say that they're 100% sure that these things are true. So yeah, that's interesting. That is fascinating. Hey, how are you? Okay, man. I hope to run into you again. Yes. Yes, and you as well. I will yes. definitely email you more about I would, the Mormon religion. With all due with all due respect. Yeah, I think he doesn't want that. No, well, it's good to know because it took me over about what a year and a half of studying. Every question I had was answered. Even the stupidest yeah. question, like Joseph Smith, I thought this guy was a quack. Here, here's the order that I would God. need first to be able to, to okay. take you up on your offer to read it. And I'm not against reading oh, it. Oh, yeah. I don't want you to read the Book of Mormon yet. I just want you to just have little pieces of, like, why I, by <laughs> myself. Okay, go ahead. Okay. All I was going to say is, is if I meet somebody that has a reliable way to know that these things are true, okay. then I'm going to probably take an interest in it and want to learn more about it. Search it that and way. And quite frankly... I'm not quite there yet with you folks. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's totally fine. Okay. And I, I, I wish you the best of luck. With Thank you. That. Thank I you. I truly do. I think, I think from yeah. our standpoint, we're like, and and everything there will have to be an element of yeah, faith. Yeah, I definitely will give you uh, an email. But yeah, just real quick, just simple thing. Mormon religion, they don't have any symbols. The only symbol they use to represent themselves are the church members themselves. Mm. It's like. What are the examples that are yeah. being set by other LDS or Latter-day Saint members? And of course, mm. well, like that, the best, the best evidence is the personal lives. experience. The, lives the best evidence is the lives of the people and like the, the way and the way they the speak. way that they live mm. their religion and what it brings I, to their life and what it can bring to others. I gotcha. Can I ask you one more question? And you can just mm. think about it. You know, you have to answer it. Go get your food. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> um, if you had at your disposal evidence that's different than personal experiences from other people okay. and feelings okay. and uh, and then seeing the fruits of I guess another per that's sort of personal experience now I think about it so if you had, if you had evidence that was not personal experience and it wasn't feelings would you prefer to have that evidence over those others hmm. I think for myself no no I wouldn't because mm -hmm. I wouldn't have believed it no, I, I, I guess, yeah. Oh, I just think oh, that because I grew up with, yeah, I grew yeah. up in a non. For me, it's a necessary, like, like. I just think that there's a necessary element of faith. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I would need feelings, definitely. Is it more virtuous to have your belief based on feelings and not evidence? No, um, I don't think so. But I guess, I guess I would say this. Like, I think that there is. I believe that there is an eternal being like within me and without that faith and knowing that way um, I think I wouldn't have such a deep-rooted knowledge I think seeing something is not as eternal or long-lasting does that make sense your preference would be feelings over evidence um, yeah, that's my per. That's my. I think so. Feelings, and again, because I think hundred percent. I, I guess evidence. feelings is a little bit tricky for me, but I guess having a spiritual confirmation. That's because feeling. for me, that yeah, it is. Is that what feeling, faith is? But I see you, you mentioned faith a couple times. Yeah, and I guess I think faith that that is what feeling, faith yeah. is. Yeah. It's it's believing it in something me, that isn't there. Like I yeah. believe a hundred percent that there is a guy standing right behind that tree right now even though you can't see anything there no i know that 
that's I feel yeah. that. But like, I guess I'm saying you know, that's I mean, why I, I don't I'm feel trying that to right explain now, why. But that, that would just be a, that's an example. I'm just explaining <laughs> that that's why I prefer I that because for me that is an of eternal lasting, whereas mm. experiences in this life are temporary. Okay, the, deep deep question here. I know these have been really deep. Are you content with going off of faith and feelings because you can never discover that the belief was not true? Oh, okay. Um, no. No. I, I guess I, I don't really know how else to say it, but no. I, I mean, I, I feel like I could be handed physical evidence mm -hmm. that something that I've learned within the Book of Mormon or something is not true. And I would still have the knowledge that I do, I, which that does almost does sound this, naive and this, ignorant does, to it to a human. Does this help mindset. answer that question, Judith? So, if they gave me the Book of Mormon when I was twenty years old, before I prayed or did anything, mm -hmm. I would get the Book of Mormon and use it as my fire, you know, to help fuel my fire. But based on feelings and knowing what's going on, and praying and knowing. If you read this, or it was pray about it, read it, and then pray again to ask to see if it's true. After knowing that and having have a feeling, a confirmation of feeling, then I know for a certain, 100%, that it is true. But would you rather have physical evidence? Well, that's the thing. Well, let me, let me. Yeah. Cut me off. So, anyways, no, no, now, just finish. like I was going to say, just like two weeks ago, there was almost like, it's almost physical evidence now that the Book of Mormon is true. Like there was a talk just a, a week ago that was talking about the Book of Mormon. It's like so, in a, almost like in a in a perspective of like how can this be done? Like how could this guy write this book in this amount of time without any revisions, without any kind of publisher, without this or that, without any kind well, of mm -hmm. a knowledge? To, yeah. to write a 500-page book, and it goes a little in depth into like more all into about like the semantics of how the Book of Mormon came to be. And it's like yeah. there's almost like that's, that's almost more like of like a physical, a physical sense. But do you prefer but that? Would over I have, that's that's the child? question. Would, would yeah. I have, what, what I'm saying is, before I was, uh, uh, before I I did all my feelings, like if I if you would have brought me that evidence at age 20, I wouldn't have. I would have laughed at that evidence. Interesting. Oh, okay. I interesting. Use, so okay. feelings have to come first. Oh, All right. okay. So be, let me let me summarize. Yeah. Because you have a deep feeling that it's true, mm -hmm. when you look at things that you would chalk up to not being evidence if you hadn't had the feeling, yeah. you're more likely to call it sufficient evidence because you have the feelings. You see, does that, yeah, so... Say, wait, I can repeat it. Yeah, repeat yeah, it one that more was time. Okay. Yeah, Back in the day... Okay. If you were to see something that they would call evidence, you would just be like, come on, that's not. However, today, because you have the feeling that it's true, yeah. when you see something that you would have looked at and scoffed at, mm -hmm. today you're more likely to accept it because you have the feeling that it's true. Yes, exactly right. And I think that goes along with a lot of everything. That's the way our lives are set. If we're not ready for it. If our feelings don't yeah. tell us we're not ready for it, that's it's like, like we wouldn't accept it. It's like dating that's a girl. True. It's like a 12-year-old, 10-year-old, you know, 10-year-old boy is not feeling any feelings towards a girl. They're kind of like, I don't want to get it. But right. an 18-year-old boy is like, hey, come here, young lady. You know, like th there's a feelings that that motivate that's, us to um, do like things. Feelings sort of precipitate yeah. everything. My feelings were not <laughs> looking towards. I'm not looking to find a religion to follow. 
but at age 22 when something was presented to me like and they said pray about it ask almost like ask should i follow this and then that kind of like flipped me around to like huh you know there was like it, it, it you can't it's like again it's one of those uh, um undescribable flips or a, a, a feeling again that tells you this is the path you need to go you need to start but yeah, I guess, you yeah, you have to be prepared to Okay, so like, I don't know, 20 minutes ago or something, we were talking about feelings and that they are, they can be unreliable and lead people to the wrong conclusions. Mm -hmm. And yet you're using feelings to be sure that your belief is true. And when you look at something that you would have earlier scoffed and said that that's not evidence, because you have feelings, which we've already said are probably unreliable, you are more prone to accept something because you already have this feeling that it's true. Did you say feelings were unreliable? Yeah, it, it did, mean, did, did we not uh, did we not conclude that? No, I know that? what you're mm -hmm. saying. Uh, if well, we didn't, I thought so I thought we because I, we, we yeah, were talking I, about how um, people who believe that's chicken bones mm -hmm. they have a feeling that, that that's true. People yeah. who believe it. And, and the judgment. Well, but of I that, think we were saying. Yeah, I guess yeah. what I believe is so, that that there's a portion of truth or light, but I guess feelings can be unreliable. But I, you're but, using the word feelings, oh, and I okay, think that maybe, that's yeah. Bad. Okay, because so let, let me let me rephrase that. I think that, that there's so almost if, something if that you can't describe. It isn't yeah. like it is. If you were doing something, so now what? What? If you're doing something, your your feeling is right. If you know it's right, if you feel it's right, and it turns out to be a wrong sense. Now here's the thing: when I say wrong, there is a level of wrong. You can, there's a wrong where I, I, I know there's a wrong where I, I accidentally ended up at Whataburger instead of going to McDonald's and then there's a wrong where hey I murdered people and you know I went this route and nobody got hurt you know there's a there's a wrong way I decided to drink and drive and I killed people I decided to okay. drink and drive and nobody died so based on feelings were there well you got to have your feelings you're going to be wrong with your feelings everyone's going to be wrong at a certain point however there's a point where your feelings are making you feel good and everything's right, so that's the path to take. So hence the reason... Oh, like if it's leading you on a good path. Yes, because... If your feeling is leading you on a good path... In the religion then, we're in... Well, here, here's, saying, here's the question I, I'd like to ask. Yeah, is, like... Well, are, here's my question. Okay. Are, are feelings testable? Can we test the reliability of feelings? No, I don't, I don't think, think you so. can. This would be impossible. So. Do you think you can? You Let me rephrase this. Can we test the reliability of feelings that bring us to conclude that things are true? The only way to um, test them is to do them. Yeah, because, I mean, I think to them, act on them and see that, that good them, yeah. things come. And, and like hope, what? Yeah, that's yeah. the only way to do it. Because here's again, mm -hmm. yeah. the trials come in, you are going to be wrong. There are going to be yeah, bad things know. that happen based on... So, like, when I joined the church, there were bad things. I got fired from my job all of a sudden. Just, there were going to be trials, and it, was, it didn't have anything to do but with I that. But I think more like... It was more of like, so I joined the church, I feel like I'm doing good, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling good, and all of a sudden this bad mean, thing all happens. all good things are going to happen things, in your life, yeah. but good things come into your life as you obey those teachings. Good things... So I think that's, that's the only testable way. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, let's say somebody comes to the trail here, and they're about to do the hike, and they don't grab a map. They just have a feeling that they're going to be able to yeah. figure their way through it. And they're going to get lost. Well, and, 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 and that's so, a great... Yes, oh, feelings can one. lead you down yeah. bad However, did it, before you go up there, did you know to grab a map? Or did you choose not to grab a map? Oh, that's true. So when you're walking up here, you feel like, 
there is a map there and then or did you walk up here and not even notice the map you just feel i need to go on that trail now that that's so that's the kind of like the religion as you go and develop these feelings you are presented with choices and what choice are you going to make when you go about you your, when you're prompted you yeah when you're prompted your with these feelings what are your choices like for instance yeah. Okay, so in, in this hypothetical, somebody walks up here and they have a feeling that they don't need the map. But they see the map there. Right. Well, here's the question. Okay. The, here's the, the question is, could feelings lead a person astray? Definitely. If they're I mean, not I think doing the right the, yeah, thing. Yeah, I think yeah. that's evidence. There's yeah, evidence that's totally, yeah. of that. There's evidence of, of feelings leading per, people astray. Yeah. Yes. Because and yet you're using happened. hold on and yet you're and yet you're using feelings to conclude with a high degree of certainty that your belief is true. Yes. Well. Yeah, yeah, because again, like I said, some feelings are going to get you in the wrong direction. Some are going to get you in the right direction. However, oh, the feelings saying. that you're using have different levels, because based oh, on. Oh, I can. I guess I would say this too, though, that like. You can't fault anybody for following a feeling that they have, but I think that you can form an opinion based on the fruits of what happened because they acted on those feelings. Okay. Like, does that make yeah. sense? Well, can a person so, like, can, a, can a person use feelings to conclude that something is true, and it really not be true, but they still yeah. are able to be good people and do good things yeah. and, and yes. have a yeah. yeah that's the whole but yeah. it does and but that does not make me doubt my feelings again because I think it's different I think we're yeah. using the word feelings without having another word to yeah describe yeah there what again really that's why what maybe I, I said different possibly because yeah. there's I think that, when, yeah. when you use the word feelings because I see what you're can, saying that yeah. like well if you know feelings could lead you are leading you to believe mm -hmm. this but they're leading someone else to do yeah. something bad. I think yeah feelings you like, can use I, I, as more, I think it's just it's personal it's something yeah. only within yourself and again that you can that's that's discover. that's the basis of yeah. the the the, uh, the latter-day saint church it's it's personal they give you, you a church to, however everything in is individualized yeah, you have Everybody, it's something that you have to discover for yourself that somebody else can't give you, yeah, you i can't give it to my kids somebody I, couldn't give I it to me i can't tell my kids hey the yeah. latter-day saint church is the right. right church all i can tell my kids is this the latter-day saint church is something i believe is true and that's it i can yeah. show you the I, he, like yeah. i can tell my kid hey son this is the cake that i love to eat would you like a piece I know, but I'm, I'm going well, to maybe we should pick it up again because I was you thinking can, these are like, you can even though I wasn't, yeah, day, even though I wasn't <laughs> as intellectual and in that area, but when I was growing up in my twenties, like it probably like 20 years old, right before we met, I was I like, really I know, but there was like something, do you come I, to the trail a lot for something? No, this no, is our first time. First oh, time well, this I, is cool to be. But I will email you. Usually at this time of day, if the weather's good, I'm out here. So I maybe know. email, email me. Yeah, yeah email. email me. And I want you to email me questions back, like things that you're thinking and things that because I see where you're saying. You're saying like, be, I think you're kind of like it's to the point real. where, where like it's been real. if feelings aren't 100 percent, then why are you going based on these feelings? Yeah. Yeah. So. I understand that, but well, more or less, more yeah, or less, if, like, if feelings are unreliable, if, if, if feelings are if feelings are an unreliable way to come to a truth, 
-hmm. How could you be so sure that what you're believing in is true? And, and, so you can answer that. Yeah, and that again, in the car on the way to yeah, Costco. That, that goes. That, well, I just I'll say it really. That goes why we're here on Earth to be tried and tested to make choices. That's it. We're going to be judged on the choices that were made. And those are based on your feelings, right? Yes. So we're going to do some wrong ones, but we'll do some right ones, and then we'll be judged on it. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye bye. I'm really sorry about all the background noise on this one. There must have been at least four planes that flew overhead and some very noisy passerby. I don't have too much control over that type of thing. A very nice couple eager to share their views on Mormonism with me. I was also very excited to interview some Mormons. I mean, I've chatted with people from the LDS church before, but none of those chats had been recorded. I think my enthusiasm at meeting Mormons at the start may have helped put this couple at ease and may have even led to them being a little bit more open and less defensive. However, many times the other person jumped in right after the other finished speaking, so there wasn't a whole lot of opportunity for quiet reflection, and I think that probably hampered the entire talk overall. I'm fairly certain that I would have had a far more productive talk with each person individually in half the time, but that's what seems to happen when you interview more than one person simultaneously. I'm usually pretty good about keeping joint interviews focused, but I feel like I didn't do a very good job on this one, despite Jenny even jumping in here and there to help me out. That was pretty cool to see. Now, Jenny did seem more open and willing to explore the epistemology of her belief, while it seemed like Anthony kept drifting back to doctrine and scripture. I might also point to this talk when trying to make the case that God believers should also be studying street epistemology. Just imagine Jenny learning SE and continuing to challenge their deeply held beliefs. At one point, I think she even asked Anthony, how do you know that? Near the end, Jenny seemed ready to go. She was hungry and they needed to run some errands. Although it appeared that Anthony wanted to keep talking. I'd really like to receive some feedback in the comments below from people familiar with Mormonism. Let me know which questions you think landed best and if there's anything that I missed. There's a good chance I'll encounter Mormons again, and I'd love to be better prepared. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.